Star Wars 7x7 episode 2774. Well, it's not a secret, at least it shouldn't be at this point with the Book of Boba Fett for another character who showed up in season two of The Mandalorian making his return. That would be, of course, Luke Skywalker and different from the last time we saw Luke Skywalker, which is essentially what we're going to talk about on this episode, whether they should continue with the whole deep fake thing or whether they should consider recasting Luke Skywalker. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Boybot and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So if you're not familiar with the whole situation around Luke Skywalker and how he was recreated for the season finale of season two of The Mandalorian, here's the deal. They basically had Mark Hamill and another person on set, a guy named Max Lloyd-Jones, who then showed up in The Book of Boba Fett. He was the other X-Wing pilot along with Carson Tech who pulled over Mando and his starfighter. And in this case, apparently Mark Hamill wasn't on set, at least that has not been part of the reporting that's happened over the last couple of days. And the actor who was on set is different. It's a person named Graham Hamilton. And also the stunt double was somebody named Scott Lang, probably not Ant-Man <laughs> in case you're wondering, but even that's different. It was a person named Matt Rigetti or something. Uh, let me double check that. Yeah, that's right. Matt Rigetti, who was the stunt double for Luke in that season finale of The Mandalorian. And they essentially took the face of Max Lloyd-Jones and Mark Hamill and mixed them together to create the younger looking Luke Skywalker. And a lot of people complained about it and said it didn't look that great. I mean, you know, like it's not <laughs> young Mark Hamill. So what are you going to do? And so this uh, YouTuber who specializes in these things called deep fakes, who goes by the name Shmook or something like that, made his own version. I believe it's a he. So my apologies if I'm incorrect about that. Uh, and put it on YouTube and it has millions of views and actually got hired by Industrial Light and Magic because they were like, yeah, that looks great. So now we cut to... <laughs> a little bit more than a year later, and we have another CGI version of Luke, which you know, the conversation around it is generally that this is a better job than what happened in the season finale of The Mandalorian, but the conversation is also still around, well, is this really what they should be doing? That only touches on the physical visual performance. Then there's the auditory performance, namely the voice, right? And in the season finale of The Mandalorian, it wasn't anyone really. It was basically this AI thing called re-speecher where they had a bunch of archival footage of Mark Hamill's voice and in enough of a you know good state of quality that they were able to feed it into re-speecher and have it spit out the dialogue that Luke Skywalker delivers in The Mandalorian. As far as what they used for the Book of Boba Fett, well, we don't know. That hasn't been revealed just yet, but it's probably a fair bet to say that his dialogue was delivered through respeecher as well. And so naturally, <laughs> there's a lot arguing going on about this online. And it's hard to tell what the actual general overall majority perception is because the voices get so loud and the back and forth and all that. So if somebody's going to conduct a survey, that would be fantastic. And good luck trying to do that anyway. 
But stepping back from the whole thing, it really does kind of feel like Lucasfilm is very much in a damned if they do and damned if they don't scenario. This goes back to basically 2016 with the unfortunate and untimely passing of Carrie Fisher, who of course played Princess Leia, and she was such an iconic character and an iconoclastic human being that when she passed, her voices were very strongly in the camp of don't recast Princess Leia. You couldn't possibly recast Princess Leia because it was so deeply equated with Carrie Fisher that no, you just, you know, it was almost like sacrilege to do it. And I think partly also, you know, part of the issue is that it hadn't been an issue before, right? But really, the discussion seems to be amongst a certain tier of characters because nobody really put up as much of a fuss over, say, Yuna Suetamo, hopefully got that pronunciation right, or close, uh, taking over the physical role of Chewie for The Force Awakens and then taking it on going forward when Peter Mayhew was just physically unable to perform the character. And similarly with Jimmy V taking over for Kenny Baker doing R2-D2. And the Genevieve O'Reilly casting as Mon Mothma taking Taking over that role, yeah, not a big deal. I think there are really kind of three or four sort of instructive cases to see how Star Wars fans and also, I guess, just you know, industry professionals are evaluating what happens in these recastings and recreations and CGI situations. One of them is the Governor Tarkin recreation in Rogue One. So I have to say. If it turned out that Guy Henry, who was the guy who played Tarkin on set, and, you know, if he had just done the performance and they had just recast Tarkin and let Guy Henry do it rather than trying to recreate Peter Cushing's appearance, I think we wouldn't even be having a conversation at all. Like, I think everybody would have been fine with that recasting and not made a big deal about it at all. Really, all the conversation was just about the implementation and whether it was any good. But that would have been fine. And as far as Leia goes, yes, you know, I know I mentioned, like, the whole, oh, don't recast or whatever. But they kind of got away with one with the end of Rogue One because they basically just had, like, one moment and it was a surprise situation and the dialogue was taken from her dialogue in A New Hope, and then the Rise of Skywalker situation. They had archival footage, if you will, and archival audio, so nothing was done that you know hadn't already existed, and they just dropped her in a situation, and there were so many other things that people wanted to talk about with the Rise of Skywalker anyway, so the whole Leia thing kind of scooted under the radar, comparatively speaking. Then you have the recasting of Obi-Wan Kenobi, so of course Alec Guinness couldn't play the role in being de-aged or anything like that. They just went with Ewan McGregor, and that was great. And of course, everybody loves his performance, and that's fantastic. However, then you have Alden Ehrenreich with the role of Han Solo, and that one's a little more complicated, a little more messy, and I feel like based on the feedback that we've seen over the past three, four years, you know, his performance was definitely solid. And yes, you know, everybody wanted him to be Harrison Ford, but Harrison Ford is also the biggest of the movie stars out of anyone in Star Wars as well. So, you know, that's a tough road to hoe anyway. But 
all of the drama around the you know uh, Christopher Miller and Phil Lord situation, like you know that causes problems, and the fact that it was just you know not as well rated a movie comparatively speaking. Like I feel like that's another situation where the question of whether recasting that role was a success is really kind of lost in the broader issues of the movie itself. But the use of Donald Glover as Lando went over like gangbusters, so you know maybe it is more about the actor that they chose necessarily and again nothing against Alden Ehrenreich I enjoyed his performance but you know Donald Glover like he just owned Lando in a way that I can't say I felt like Alden owned Han yeah uh, it's it gets to be a bit of a thorny issue doesn't it so this is why I kind of think that Lucasfilm is really kind of damned if they do if damned if they don't because with the big three there's going to be people that are yelling about recasting and don't recast and if you do recast are going to be critical about the recasting and then on the other hand you try to go cgi and do the de-aging and do all this stuff and then there are going to be people say you know oh no it looks terrible or it's this that and the other and why are you doing it like yeah there's no winning for lucasfilm in either scenario and i would love to know what you think about this so please if you're catching this on youtube reply with a comment and let me know where you stand are you on the recasting side or are you on the de-aging and cgi side and does it matter whether it's that top three of Leia Han and Luke versus if it's subsidiary characters or if you feel that way across the board. If you're catching this in an audio version of the show, then please head over to SW7x7.com and look for this particular show and drop a comment there. And as for my own personal take, you know, I'm very happy with the fact that we got <laughs> Luke in The Mandalorian and now The Book of Boba Fett. I mean, I think it's amazing and I, like many people, have wondered what happened to Luke in between the events of Return of the Jedi and the sequel era storytelling. So the Legends of Luke Skywalker book by Ken Liu, and sorry about pronunciation, uh, you know, that was awesome because that's basically the only storytelling that we've got between those two eras that gives us any hint at what's been going on until The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Yes, I know there was a mention in Bloodline, and yes, I know there's been, you know, some comic stuff, like a little, little, little bit, but really, we haven't learned very much at all, and so I'm exceedingly grateful that they're figuring out a way to work him in one way or the other. But if I had to express a preference between the CGI versus the recasting, well, you know, I have to go with the recasting, but it's not because of anything that I feel like is, you know, wrong or bad or anything judgmental about the CGI. It's actually the audio. It's the voice. There's something about the human voice that feels different, and it definitely feels a little bit stilted, a little bit wooden when it's delivered by this re-speecher app. So. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like whatever they're doing with the visual CGI, making it look like Luke's face from that time, they're doing really well. I don't think Respeecher is really at that place yet, and I would rather hear the lines delivered by an actual voice actor. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, Mark Hamill, and, you know, obviously he is at the place where maybe he can't 
pitch his voice to make it sound like he's 30 years old again. And that's totally cool. You know, there are such things as audio doubles. I mean, James Arnold Taylor is an audio double for Ewan McGregor and did the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars. So like that stuff exists. Those people with those particular skill sets exist. So yeah, for me, it's not the face, it's the voice. That's the thing that I really want. And the voice to be able to convey the full range of emotion and nuance. And that's just not where we're at with the AI just yet. So yeah, that's basically what I think about the situation. But again, I would love to hear what you think too. Either way though, I do just wanna make it clear. I'm thrilled that we're getting Luke stories. I'm thrilled that we're getting Ahsoka stories. It's exciting, it's cool, and I want more of it for sure. Do I have a preference? Sure. Am I gonna kick them all to the curb because it doesn't meet my preference? No, not really at all. And that's where I'm gonna leave things for the show for today. I do wanna hear from you though, so please drop a comment. <laughs> and it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.